0: Welcome back to the Global Startup Movement. I'm your host, Andrew Berkowitz. Thank you for tuning in. This week, we are heading on over to France and do a deep dive conversation into the Toulouse startup ecosystem, which has really become an IoT and transportation tech hub for the French ecosystem. And its roots date back to Airbus, which was one of the big corporates that has been a successful job creator in the area over the past decades Cedric has really been on the ground floor of the French startup ecosystem, having started the largest Facebook group for French entrepreneurs, as well as being an important part of all sorts of startups in the French ecosystem, including being a co-editor for TechCrunch France. Cedric is really a wealth of knowledge when it comes to IoT startups and Toulouse, so there's a lot to learn from this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Here's my conversation with Cedric Giorgi, the Director of Experience Design at Sigfox. Entrepreneurship has become a global phenomenon. Uncover the stories of entrepreneurs and investors worldwide, from Sub-Saharan Africa to Silicon Valley and beyond, here on the Global Startup Movement. Now, here's your host, Andrew Berkowitz. So we are here with Cedric Giorgi, who is the Director of Experience Design at Sigfox, which is one of the massive success stories in the French startup ecosystem over the past few years. Uh, And we'll dive into that. But first, Cedric, thanks for joining us today. Let's start off with just how you got into
1: startups and how you ended up originally at Sigfox. Sure. So thanks for having me. And hi, everyone. So I've been in the startup world for the past 14 years. And it was a random start. So back in 2005, I started uh, blogging like uh, many of us at that time, 2005, Web 2.0, and, and all this. So started uh, my own blog about digital and, and, and tech in general. And um, as often so, it led me to uh, meet a lot of people and some entrepreneurs. And then I, I met with an entrepreneur who became my, my, my first mentor. And I joined a first startup as a, as a first employee. It was called GoodJet at the time, became Scoop It!, uh, went abroad. So it was both located in San Francisco and Toulouse at the time. And uh, I spent a few years there and then I, I joined some of the startups. I founded my own startup in the uh, sharing economy. So that's how I know Pauline uh, from Drivey. We were uh, both founders in the sharing economy space in the time. Uh, but my startup didn't scale the way I wanted. Uh, it was back in 2013. It was called Cooking. It was a way to meet foreigners and, and tourists uh doing uh, home-cooked meals kind of an airbnb for for meals um but it was um, yeah a um, wonderful adventure but didn't scale and i wanted to take part to something that i couldn't create myself as an entrepreneur at that time so i joined uh, an entrepreneur again uh, ludovic l'emore who's the ceo of sigfox I was based in paris at that time and joined as a kind of a entrepreneur-in-residence or startup-within-the-startup startup mindset uh, four years and a half ago. I've been at Sigfox since then. One thing that I read about your time
0: after blogging, once you started cooking and getting involved in the ecosystem, that you spend 10% of your time helping the ecosystem and, and other startups. And I like that as a, like a 90-10 or an 80-20 rule for founders to consider where it's important to spend the majority of your your time and energy into into building your company. Because building a massively successful startup is really how an entrepreneur can most help its, his ecosystem. Um, but I like having time carved out of your calendar to really dedicate towards
1: more your your ecosystem building hat. That's something that I yeah I've been doing for the again since the beginning of my career, um, having a full time job as an employee or as a founder, and then having some uh, you know like nights and weekend activities to help an ecosystem. So I was again blogging was. In that sense also a side activity um then like uh, gathering events or organizing communities so i run since i, I founded um Cookening, so i i run um uh, which is very simple facebook group called the french startupers network private group actually focusing on, on startup founders and employees um no you know no no contractors no agencies no VCs, just Founders and and and, and startups, and we're seven thousand now, and it's sometimes called the, the back channel of the of the French startup ecosystem, and and then creating members and creating content is something that takes time, but usually time on, on the side. But back to what you said, actually, you're right. It's 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 key to to spend time with with um, with the ecosystem, but maybe that's a mistake that I've done is that when I was a founder myself, I should have like decreased this time, uh, at least in the beginning of my 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 journey as an entrepreneur, uh, I should have focused a little bit more on on my own future and not the ecosystem future. So I know, for example, that when I will launch my my next startup, because I will be an entrepreneur again at some point, that for sure, I will try to move on and and have partners who can who can move on with with the ecosystem activities and be less involved myself to focus uh, a lot of my time on on my own uh, gig. And real quick,
0: I would love to dive into what what do you think made the Facebook group that you started so successful? We have one in here in DC called DC Tech. It's really just like a lot of fluff, yeah, it- not a lot of like real content or like getting to the problems of, of the ecosystem, So, uh, which is maybe a reflection of the ecosystem here itself. Uh, but <laughs> what tips would you give to
1: people to, to kind of uh, cultivate a group and, and how did you make it so successful? So actually I, I, a year ago or something um, I wrote a, a medium and LinkedIn post so people can find it and uh, it was precisely about this experience because I, I actually started two groups. One was a French Startup Network and one other was more specific for the Paris ecosystem called Paris Startup Ecosystem and for the first one the curation was really Intensive. So, as I explained, members were really um, were just founders and, and employees of startups, and I was really making sure that only startups were joining, and none other members of the ecosystem. And for Paris startup ecosystem, uh, I was more anyone could join, based in France, based in Paris, based abroad, whatever. Uh, everyone was able to to join, and pretty much all posts were uh, allowed. On French Startup Network, uh, again, curation on the content aspect. And a lot of uh, very, you know, well, no, of course, no no self-promotion, uh, but also a lot of uh, posts that don't bring any value to the group, such as recruiting. Every startup is recruiting, especially developers. So that doesn't bring anything to the group if every startup is pushing its um, job offers for full-stack GS developers. So that this kind of posts were, were banned. Uh, and then there are other groups that exist specifically for for, for jobs and stuff so member curation and content creation that was really high uh, for french startup network and really low uh, for paris startup ecosystem made the difference um and you can see that in the way people remember the group engage with with the group and and that's where the value comes from and so one thing
0: you said that was interesting was the fact that with your i mean w- w- with your new position with sigfox now I think that a lot of the skills that you've learned on the ecosystem building side pr- probably is, is pretty useful in, in cultivating like a big partner ecosystem for, for the company, but building an ecosystem for, for Sigvox, how does that contrast with the, the ecosystem work and ecosystem building that you did for the
1: broader French scene? Oh, well, two aspects. On, on, on some aspects, when we're talking about ecosystems, we're talking about diversity of, of, of uh, members. And, and and profiles and for for a startup ecosystem you will look at what kind of um, of course startups you 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 need to have for an engaged uh, ecosystem but you also need venture capitalists or, or, or business angels you need media you need uh, accelerators and incubators you need universities you need banks corporates to sign the first uh, the first uh, contracts for for some B two B startups so that's some some theory and and also um, Experience that I got from from building startup ecosystem on the Sigfox side, it's pretty much the same. Where we're, well, Sigfox, what we're doing, we're providing connectivity for the Internet of Things at a global level, and very specific because we're focusing on on sensors and and connectivity and data needs that are very low. Uh, we're talking about very small messages. But what we provide is only the connectivity. So it means for 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 real IoT solutions to happen on the market. There's a need of a lot of uh, different players to be combined with us. So you need hardware components because we don't provide them. We're just providing the network. We need complete devices that will, that could run on, on TikToks and there are the cloud partners. So either the big ones, of course, the, the Amazon, you know, Google and, and others, but you also need some very specific IoT platforms uh, to be able to be integrated with, with devices. Then you need design houses that can help, um, and clients build some specific devices you need antenna designers you need test houses i mean I could, I could go on but that's something that is very similar from from one to the other is understanding that an engaged ecosystem is um is with a good variety of of, of um, companies and profiles um, second aspect is uh, again curation um, you need to make sure that within an ecosystem to be engaged well, to make sure that the ones that are working with you are the right ones and you need ways to be separated from the, the bad ones. So uh, a powerful ecosystem is an ecosystem that will get rid of bad elements. And then engagement is also something very similar. An ecosystem to be engaged, you need point of contact, you need uh, trust between members, um and you need um, common common interest um, and that's the reason why within a startup ecosystem startups and, and and founders are okay to share uh, between each other because they they know that if they give you know they give it forward uh, pay it forward they might give today but in a week or in two weeks or in a month or in a year they might need something and they might call back precisely the same person or or, or just someone within, within the same community and ecosystem. And they will know that they will get it. It sounds like it's very, very similar, maybe a well, little, little bit more, more technical within the Sigfox. Perhaps for this aspect of the paid forward between companies, it's much more difficult than between individual and, and entrepreneurs. Also because you have way less competition within a startup ecosystem in reality than, than within uh, a more like a corporate ecosystem, you know? So, uh, some, of course, you know, and an example I had uh, again talking about the sharing economy that we had a very subset of an ecosystem of of sharing economy um, entrepreneurs when I was uh, building cooking. And so we had uh, Fred from Blablacar and Paulin, who we were talking about, uh, but uh, there was also um, uh, someone who, who was building a competi- competitor of um, of driving, and uh, Marion, uh, the founder, was with us. So two competitors at the same table, but okay to share because in the end, when you're in a startup world, you know that the the cake will be so big that there will be uh, food for for everyone. So let's let's evangelize the market all together and we'll take a piece. Um, so it's this is more like the startup approach. Within the more corporate and and so more the Sigfox fox ecosystem, uh, sometimes our partners um, don't see that way and are more in a way where they don't want to share with other members because they're more in a direct competition that's that's perhaps the uh the first difference and then the big one to finish with this one is the fact that um the relationship with between myself and the ecosystem w- within a startup ecosystem is just being an enabler i was not i was not launching any accelerator or any it was completely informal and the facebook group for example um, I, ha- I never got any kind of money from it, you know, um, direct or indirect, there was no, no direct link with Sigfox ecosystem. There's, there's, a, there's money to be, to be in, there's money involved at some point because they pay for an event or some partners pay for some Sigfox certification the, let's say with, with a picture, the, the Sigfox ecosystem, Sigfox is in the center and creates links with all of the, the, the dots of the ecosystem. Whereas for a startup ecosystems, there's no central point. So Sigfox was—it's now
0: one of the bigger French startup success stories. But what, what was it originally founded in? In Toulouse, France.
1: Yeah, the the, the founders are um, originally from Toulouse. Uh, one of our founders is, uh, is Christophe. He's from Freescale and Motorola, so a lot of big tech companies that used or that still have some big uh, R&D centers in Toulouse. The reason behind that is uh, aerospace industry we have in Toulouse. So Airbus, planes and spatial is the number one sector for Toulouse. We're getting a lot of um, interesting tech profiles from, from, from this industry. So Christophe was from that. Background and Ludovic, uh, a serial entrepreneur, I think Fox is the fourth one, and uh, the second one was sold to uh, Wavecom uh, and then to Sierra Wireless. Uh, and already in the machine-to-machine world, which is sometimes called the old cuisine of the Internet of Things, especially in the B two B sector. Can you tell us a little bit about the Toulouse ecosystem? I saw that it's
0: really become a um, an IoT hub, and, and that makes sense having someone like a Airbus there and a lot of IoT and, and industrial type startups spinning off of that. And I, I also saw Toulouse as one of the sunniest cities in France. Uh, so I guess it ma- makes
1: sense that it would have a thriving startup community there. Toulouse is, is really interesting. That Just to give you some background. So I I, I moved from Toulouse to Paris, where I spent uh, eight, eight or nine years. Uh, and then I went back to Toulouse uh, two or three years ago. Uh, and I'm still in between. The reality is I'm in between Toulouse and Paris because Paris still... Um is still the France is a very centralized country, uh, especially for for money and, and media. Um uh, in comparison, Germany is much more um decentralized. Uh so Munich. Centralized in the sense that it's all in Paris. Yeah, exactly. A lot of things happen in Paris. So every startup founder um who's not located in Paris will have to go to Paris every two weeks or every three weeks, depending on, on, on the reasons. But um, you have to go there, um, but the, the interesting thing of, uh, of uh, not being in Paris is, um, of course, on the, on the personal um, side, the, the life conditions, but also access to talents and people. You will have some struggle to to hire or, uh, in Paris. Uh, this is not the case um, in um, in Toulouse. Uh, Toulouse is a second um, student city in France, so we had a lot of a lot of engineering school and business schools um, but the, the the focus is really on the engineering school so it's really interesting on the talent side uh, when you need to, to, to create a company uh, down there um, the ecosystem is has I mean 10 or 12 years ago it was a startup ecosystem in general so we startups in different different industries uh, but now the, the there are many that are in in IOT or in embedded systems slash autonomous uh, mobility, different kind of mobility. So we have um, Sigfox, but two other companies I, I want to mention. One is called Diller, who started as a company sp- specialized in drones. And now they they not only produce drones, so hardware, but also have a cloud aspect to manage pictures and data sent by any kind of drones. Um, but this is a, a big one, and the other one is um Easy Mile, which is um, they are doing uh, autonomous vehicles but like uh, shuttles, and they are they're located in Toulouse but 90% of the business is, is abroad. Uh, and in their case, they got a lot of uh people from Continental, um, and that's that's how they 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 started also to there are like 150 people or something, both companies. Uh, and apart from these two, we have an ecosystem called the IoT Valley, small reference to the Silicon Valley, of course. And, um, something that Ludovic and, and some other founders have, have started a few years ago was to try to focus our efforts on, on one specific vertical, which is the Internet of Things and try to not just be successful ourselves, Sigfox, um, but try to onboard other startups with us. Um, or companies. So now we have some really interesting companies in the internet of things might be, and not to, to make things clear, all of these companies are not using Sigfox, which was not the, the objective. We, we have the Sigfox ecosystem and then we have the, the IoT ecosystem in, in Toulouse, so the IoT Valley. And um, interesting startups such as uh, UbiGreen or, or Highlights, uh was doing uh, some... some, some um, uh, devices for for uh, motorbikes and, and 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 cars to have like um, to see data when you when you're driving. Um, there are two companies, uh, actually from France, that are becoming the the, the leaders from some such uh, autonomous uh, vehicles. One is based in Toulouse, so Easy Mile, and the other one is Navia, and it's in uh, Lyon. Um, but uh, but anyway, so yeah, the 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 ecosystem uh, here in Toulouse is is really interesting because. Because we cannot compete with Paris, so the the only perhaps not the only way but a good way was to try to be um, vertical specific and uh, because of Sigfox and and the history of the of the aerospace, uh, IOT was a, was a good topic right and and, and so when,
0: when you say that it's it's like the ecosystem is centralized in Paris from, from the perspective of capital, would an entrepreneur still be able to raise a seed round just in Toulouse?
1: Um, the, 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 the financing world has evolved, or I, when you say seed, do you see it in a, in a US way? So like a few millions already or, or? that's a little high. So I'm more so talk about
0: like six figure round, really the, the first yeah. angel round okay. in, into a company. I mean, do you, do you feel like there's enough of a, like the eco, ecosystem has matured enough that you can raise that kind of money just sitting in Toulouse, not even going to Paris. A
1: few of them, a few of the startups are able to do. But to be honest, like um, uh, a good a good other part has to go to Paris to find the right business angels and and or maybe like the the seed fans. If you want to have like a higher chances, uh, you'll have to go to Paris to to try to to get some money from there, even at the seed stage. Yes, uh, it's also the the something specific to France is we have a good number of business angels. When these angels are Themselves coming from the tech world, so there's a, I mean every, like every tech founder from the past 20 years has started to be a business angel after he's he's um, um, cashed out, um, if he has cashed out. Uh, the problem we have is to generate some business angels from other industries that have, uh, you know, from corporate, from other industries and other kind of entrepreneurs this is uh, at, a, at the at the French level, a bigger challenge to make sure that these people will look at um, startup as an investing opportunity. And um, so then it, it's the answer to your question is then because we don't have as we don't we don't have enough tech funders from Toulouse for the past from the past twenty years, then it means we don't have enough uh, business angels. Yeah, that makes sense. So Cedric, we're gonna finish off with a quick fire round four questions
0: up to sixty seconds per answer. That sound good. Good. What is your favorite business
1: book and why? Um, my favorite business book is um, a book from Mark Benioff, "Behind the Cloud," because Salesforce um, is a real inspiration, not only as a company but as a as, a, as an ecos- as a business ecosystem. So, if I was coming to
0: to Toulouse next week, give me the. Uh, insider's
1: recommendation on, on the best restaurant to visit? Wow, this one is hard. Um, there are so many, you need to eat cassoulet that uh, pick any restaurant where you could pick some good cassoulet or confit de canard and then you'll be good to go. I'm, I'm not sure what those are. What what, what are those? Um, cassoulet is, is, a, is a, it's actually a, a, a meal that is a specialty from, from down here. So it's a mix of sausage, uh, white beans uh, with tomato sauce um, and confit de canard. this is a uh, duck uh, confit got it got it what is your favorite uh, productivity tool that that you use whether it's a Chrome extension an add-on to Gmail what, whatever it may be um, I'm still a, a strong user of Evernote Um that's where I know really okay we, yeah
0: one, one of the few yeah
1: <laughs> And finally, last question. What is your favorite thing about living in Toulouse? Being able to drive to the Pyrenees um, an hour and a half and spend the weekend there um, snowboarding in winter and hiking in summer. Cedric, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. Be sure to
0: add Andrew on Snapchat at Burke. that's A-N-D-B-E-R-K, to see firsthand a day in the life of an entrepreneur in cities all around the world.